Wishing Day by Lauren Miracle. Chapter 21. When they returned to school the following Monday, the weather was warmer. Boys arrived in short-sleeved shirts and the girls abandoned their winter coats and Uggs, which meant that Daria was no longer alone in wearing shoes designated for fashion rather than warmth. It seemed to annoy her, Natasha thought. It annoyed Daria when girls wore ugly boots, and it annoyed her when they didn't. But ever since the spring festival, Natasha had felt closer to Daria. When they got home from school after their first day back, for example, Daria brought Natasha a Coke and a plate of mini marshmallows with peanuts stuck into them. Natasha didn't know who made up that family snack, probably Ava. Natasha didn't like marshmallows and peanuts all that much, but it was a sweet gesture. Ava treated Natasha more tenderly too. She checked in with Natasha after their first day back as well, asking if Natasha had talked to Stanley and if Stanley had talked to Natasha. Was romance blooming in the air? I didn't talk to anyone, Natasha confessed. I was too nervous, but I'm going to do better tomorrow. Molly, Molly's making you. She's making you, Ava said. How? Natasha took a step back from her own life. Things had been so much better between her and Molly since their talk, and Molly agreed wholeheartedly with Ava and Daria that Natasha should go for it with Stanley. He's so adorable, she said during passing period, clutching Natasha's arm as they watched Stanley make his way down the hall. You have to talk to him, Natasha. You have to. But Molly wasn't making Natasha do anything. Natasha got to choose for herself. And oddly, Molly's bossiness didn't bother her so much now that she'd realized that. Molly, for her part, was trying to be less bossy. Natasha knew that. But Molly was Molly. And on Tuesday during lunch, she scooched close to Natasha and said, So? So what? Molly shoved her. Natasha laughed and said, Oh, so have you made your move? Molly asked. You know, that's what I meant. I don't have a move. But, but with sudden Molly hyperness, she took Natasha's hand and pumped them up and down. He could be your first kiss. You could be his. Natasha's heart thumped to be kissed. That was her second wish. The wish she could make happen herself. But could she really make that happen? Her and not Molly. Her and not anyone else. How do you know Stanley's never kissed anyone? She asked. Hmm, Molly said. She held up one finger. One sec, I'll find out. Molly, Natasha cried. Please don't. Too late. Molly dashed across the cafeteria, weaving through tables. Natasha couldn't watch. Five minutes later, she was back, breathless and bright-eyed. Nope, 
she'd said, no kissy-kissy from Stanley, not yet. He is as unkissed as a summer's day. I asked him if he wanted to kiss a girl, and he said, and I quote, it depends on the girl. Oh, no, Natasha groaned. So I said, and the girl you would kiss, would her name rhyme with Flatasha by any chance? Natasha hid her face in her hands. No, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. Is he still in here? Is he watching? There was a pause. Then Molly pried Natasha's hands down and said, He's gone. He's not at his table anymore. But he wants to kiss you, Flatasha. Please don't call me that. Can I call Stanley Flanley? Natasha shook her head. She loved Molly, and she was very, very glad they talked more openly now. Still, she sometimes wished Molly would disappear. Except she didn't wish it, wish it, of course. To wish for something had taken on a different meaning since her wishing day. She was still murky on where she stood on magic. It was all too confusing. But who would wish for a person to disappear? Natasha wouldn't wish that on anyone. Certainly not Molly. Well, that's boring, Molly said. But guess what? She put her mouth by Natasha's ear. I told him you'd be waiting for him today after school by the water fountain. And I picked the water fountain so you can have a quick sip of water if you get nervous. Because I know how you get nervous. Only when my best friend makes water fountain dates for me without my permission, Natasha tugged a strand of her hair. Did you honestly tell him that? That I'd meet him by the water fountain? Yeppers, she clapped Natasha on the shoulder. No need to thank me. You can just name your first baby after me. Flolly, Natasha almost said. Instead, she asked, what did he say? Molly made an indignant sound. Natasha, he said yes, duh, and the tips of his ears turned red, which made him look even more adorkable than usual. Molly, I would like you to hush. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Just hush. Will you meet Stanley by the water fountain? Natasha sank lower in her seat. Will you promise? Because think how mortified he'll be if you don't. Can you even imagine? But if I'm supposed to meet him after school, what am I supposed to do until then? Avoid him all day in the halls? Pretend not to see him during English class? Molly held up her hands and stood up from the table. Don't shoot the messenger. Sheesh. I don't... I do think, perhaps, that I'll stay out of your way for the rest of the day. Ha ha. Um, not kidding. She snaked out one arm and grabbed her sack lunch. But will you call me after? Whatever. Excellent. So you and Stanley. 240 by the water fountain. And oh, she dug in her pocket and tossed Natasha a lint-covered Altoid. They're curiously strong, you know. So I've heard. Molly giggled. You're silly. This is all going to be awesome, you silly, silly girl. Chills ran up and down Natasha's spine. She half stood, tempted to go after Molly and ask her why she'd called her that. But Molly was gone. 
During English, Natasha ignored Stanley, and Stanley pretty much did the same, although he did say hi when he passed her desk, and he smiled at her the one time she dared to look over at him. So maybe he wasn't ignoring her. Maybe he was giving her space, or maybe he was as nervous as she was, which was pretty adorable, really. During algebra, Natasha made a list of his charms. Number one, he was nice. Number two, he treated Ava like a human being, even though she was a sixth grader. Number three, he had a cute best friend. She sighed at that one, then crossed it off. Number four, he wasn't as gross as many of the seventh grade boys. He wasn't, number five, he wasn't gross at all, really. He was clean and dressed nicely and didn't smell weird or sweaty or weird. Number six, he possibly liked poems. Number seven, he possibly liked her. Number eight, if number six and number seven were true, then he, Stanley Gilmer, was her secret admirer. Soon it was 2.35. Well, she thought. She placed her hands flat on the desk. She drummed her fingers. I'll just peek at the water fountain and see if he's there, she thought. She waited until everyone else had gone and then slipped her backpack over one shoulder and tiptoed out of the room. She made sure the hall was clear. She craned her neck and peered towards the far end where the water fountain was. Stanley smiled at her nervously. He kind of sort of raised his hand. Natasha ducked back and smushed her backpack against the wall. Natasha, Stanley called. Natasha took a second peek. Stanley was still there, his hand half raised, and his expression puzzled. She pulled back and pressed herself harder against the painted cinder block wall. Her backpack dug into her, so she slipped it off and held the strap with her hand. Natasha, Stanley said. She heard footsteps. Oh no, was he coming towards her? She closed her eyes as if that would do any good and then gave up and stepped forward. Oomph, Stanley said as they smacked into each other. Natasha dropped her backpack. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry, Natasha said. It's okay, I'm sorry, Stanley said. They gazed at each other. Natasha twisted her hands. She forced a laugh. Molly's crazy. I mean, I love her, but she is seriously crazy. Oh, Stanley said. His face fell. Wait, did I say something wrong, Natasha said. She hadn't meant to make his face fall. No, just when she asked me who I liked, I guess I thought she was asking for you, maybe. Natasha's breath grew shallow. She asked you who you like. Stanley checked both ways down the empty hall. He stepped closer. His eyes were sweet, like a little boy's. Do you want to know? Do I want to know what? Who I like. Natasha stepped backwards. She no longer had her backpack on and as additional padding, and she whacked her head on the wall. Ouch. 
I hear you. I hit my head this morning. I have a lower locker. Natasha tried to escape by scuttling sideways like a crab. The girl above me, Stanley, went on, matching her step by step. Claire Stubber, two spots of red, the exact size of quarters, rose on his cheeks. Um, she's not the girl I like, if you were wondering. Okay. But every day she leaves her locker open and talks to her friend. And every day I forget and stand up from my locker and bam. Ouch, Natasha said. And you keep doing it day after day? It's embarrassing, he admitted. You'd think you could just remember. You would, wouldn't you? Like you could say to yourself, Stanley, look up before you get to your feet. And then I'd stop boxing bonking my head. I know. Natasha got the giggles. He was being so frank about it. Do you really bonk your head every single day? No. I might have been exaggerating. Good. Yeah. On Saturdays and Sundays, I don't bonk my head. Saturdays and Sundays are bonk-free days. Natasha's giggles had made her feel more at ease. Okay, yes, she said. Yes, what? Yes, I want to know who you like. If you want to tell me. If you still want to tell me. Even though you bonked your head. Oh, okay, sure. Only this time you bonked your head. I did? Natasha lifted her hand to check. I did, on the wall. Oh, yeah. She studied him. So we both bonked our heads. Stanley rocked back and forth, hands deep in his pockets. He looked pleased. Then he stopped. He swallowed, grew serious, and said, It's you, Natasha. Her stomach flipped. Me? You're the girl I like. I am? You're my favorite girl in the whole seventh grade, he said. He hesitated. And the whole school, actually. A huge, soundless rushing filled Natasha up. Stanley liked her best. Sweet, awkward Stanley, who bonked his head again and again, she said, with his, was his favorite girl in the whole school. His favorite. She would not attribute it to brain damage. She would soak it in and believe it. Are you okay with that? Stanley asked. I'm okay with it, Natasha said, a smile creeping over her face. Really? Really, she said. And since he had done something brave by telling her how he felt, she decided to do something brave and return. Oh, no. She rose to her tiptoes, took hold of his shoulders, and kissed him right there in the hall. For little girls listening to this, don't be kissing boys, not in school or anywhere else. Wow, Stanley said when Natasha pulled back. His cheeks were redder than ever. Yeah, Natasha said, marveling at the world, marveling specifically at the magic of unexpected things. Good unexpected things. Good magic. She didn't care where the magic came from or if it was magic at all. Two out of Natasha's three wishes had come true and without anything creepy involved, not a single corpse trying to rise from the grave, not a single beast slouching towards Bethlehem. 
its rough hour at hand. Just a boy, a girl, and a kiss.